Great. Well, good afternoon. My name's Andy Wright. I'm one of the leaders in the Hub Church. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us this afternoon. We always intended to do an online service today, but we also intended to gather in this beautiful building. But of course, given the events of the last few days and the rise in cases, we felt that it wasn't wise to do that. And so we went to this online-only service. But thank you so much for being with us, and we hope you're enjoying it. Before I start, I just want to say a big, big thank you to everyone who's just been really flexible and really gracious in order to make this service happen. Particular thanks to Nick and Jess Willoughby Hart, to Matt Grant, to Andy Neal and his team, to the band who've just been brilliant and doing this in a different way. We're just so grateful. And to all those who, who made themselves available for, for video recording so that we could make more VTs to be part of this service, just thank you so much. We're really, really grateful to you all. When I was about 10 or 11 years old, I discovered that I loved to sing. And at school, we had a choir and the teacher that was leading the choir invited anyone who wanted to to come along for a choir rehearsal. And so when the day came, I turned up and I was eager and keen singing. And so I joined up with a load of other children and we started to sing. The teacher started playing the piano and he put us all in rows. And so we all started to sing the song that he was playing. But partway through the song, he stopped and he told us to carry on singing. And then he went and started to listen to each child in turn. And no one was quite sure what he was doing, but we all carried on singing as he, as he had asked us to do. And as he got nearer to me, he started to slow down and listen a little bit more intently. And then when he finally stood directly in front of me, he stopped everyone singing and told me that I couldn't sing very well, that I wasn't very good, and I didn't have a place in this choir. And so in front of everyone else, he threw me out and told me that I wasn't to be part of it. And of course, being 10 or 11 years old, I was absolutely gutted. And so I went off in tears and uh, vowed never to sing again. But I did start singing again. And if you're part of this church, maybe you know that I lead worship and I enjoy doing that. But every time that I lead worship, I still struggle a little bit, maybe because of that experience and just have to push into God and trust God that it's going to be okay. Have you ever felt excluded in some way? I'm sure we've all felt inferior in some way during our lives. Maybe our experiences in life have made us have a low opinion of ourselves. And maybe it means that we hold back somehow and assume that we're not going to be needed or appreciated by other people. So often we can feel as if we don't match up, somehow we don't reach the standard that we need to reach. People so often look at religion as a set of rules to live up to, that you have to achieve some sort of moral and spiritual standard in order to be accepted. People often don't try because they think they're going to fall short and feel bad about themselves and maybe even feel ashamed and excluded as I did at that quiet rehearsal. But God invites us to lift our eyes, to see ourselves in a different light. Christianity is different to many other religions and faiths because we become enough. We can live up to the standard that we need to obtain, but it's not by our own efforts. It's by what God has done for us because, you see, it's so much more about what God has done for us than it is about anything that we can do. 
in our own efforts. But the truth is that we are unable to hit the mark. We are unable to make the standard on our own. The Bible says that everyone has sinned. And sin just means that we have chosen to go our own way and that we haven't lived as God wants us to live. So we've all sinned, and the Bible says we've all fallen short of God's standards. Even if we tried to observe every single rule that God laid down for his people in the Old Testament, the first half of the Bible, it just would be impossible. We couldn't do it. And even if by some miracle we were able to keep every single law but just broke one, even if it was a tiny little one, then the Bible says in the book of James that we're guilty of breaking the whole law. You see, we just can't do it on our own. We need help to live the way that God wants us to live. We cannot do it in our own power. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, Jesus, even when we were dead in transgressions or dead in our sins. It is by grace you have been saved. The Bible calls this grace a gift from God. It's a gift because it's given to us. It's not earned by anything that we try and do. As well as showing us a new way to live, we needed... Sorry, this is why Jesus, God's son, came at Christmas, born as a baby. He called ordinary people like you and like me to follow him, to leave our old life and start a new life, not living for things like fame, success, money, relationships that most people choose to live for, but to live a life that shines the light on God, not on ourselves. As well as showing us this new way to live, we needed a saviour who could bridge the gap back to himself. And the separation, this gap, was massive, a huge chasm of our own making through trying to live life our way instead of God's way, that sin that I mentioned earlier. Jesus himself became this bridge over the gap as he laid down his life as a perfect substitute to cover all of our wrongdoing or all of our sin. We should have died and been eternally separated from God. But Jesus bridged the gap. And then he rose again three days later. Jesus defeated death in a world-changing, miraculous event when he came back to life. And this new life of Jesus paves the way for us also to have miraculous new life in him. And it starts on the day that we believe in him, that we believe that Jesus died and rose again for us. And we decide to stop living for ourselves and we choose to live God's way. The theme of this service, as Tom and Jess said at the beginning, is Jesus came for everyone. The beauty of mankind is that we're all different, male or female, black or white, rich or poor. Jesus came for us all. The Bible says that God so loved the world, everyone, that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. In many ways, we're so divided, aren't we, as a, as a society today, be it over Brexit, politics, wealth, or at the moment, vaccinations. But the Christmas story reminds us that Jesus gathers all people 
to himself. The shepherds represented the lowest in the society. And the magi, or the wise men, represented the highest. So this, this Christmas, let's remember that Jesus came for everybody. And that includes you, whatever opinion you have of yourselves, whatever life experiences you've gone through, whether it's like my experience with the choir or something different. God wants your heart. He has bridged the gap back to himself, and you are loved, and you are welcome. As we heard earlier from our reading in Luke chapter 2, the angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people, all the people, including you and me. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this is the Messiah, the Lord, Jesus himself, that we worship and honour every day. But Christmas is a great reminder that he came to earth not to somehow condemn or reject us, but to rescue and welcome us. I'm going to pray now as I finish. And I just want to invite you to pray this in your heart along with me if you'd like to do so. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the Messiah, the Lord. Thank you that you are good news and that you bring great joy for everyone, including me. I thank you that you died and rose again and that I can have new life today and for eternity. Thank you that you know everything about me, my personality, my gifts, my life experiences, the good and the bad. Please be Lord over all and help me to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed along with me today as you've watched on your screen at home or wherever you are, and if that's the first time you've prayed a prayer like that, then I'd really encourage you to get in contact with us. You can put a little note on Facebook or YouTube and we'll gladly get in contact with you. Or you can speak to someone that you already know who follows Jesus. Or we have an email address you can contact us at connect at hubcommunitychurch.org and that will come up at the end of the service. We'd really encourage you to make contact if you prayed that prayer. And if you would like to put your trust in Jesus and stop living in your own strength and in your own power and allow God to help you to live the way he wants you to live, then we would love to help you do that. But let's remember that Jesus came for everyone, including you and me. Let's remember that over this Christmas period. Thank you for listening. God bless.